This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Talenti. Now, when Talenti makes gelato and sorbetto, they tend to get a little out of control. Did they have to use so many raspberries in the Roman raspberry sorbetto that the machine broke? I hope they've fixed it since then, because that sounds good. Did they need to try 25 different chai teas to find the perfect spice blend for their vanilla chai gelato? Obviously, yes. Did they have to invent giant mint steepers? Is this a test? Is someone giving me a test here? Did they have to invent giant mint steepers to make their Mediterranean mint super minty? I'm going to guess yes, they did. Does their obsessiveness make Talenti gelato and sorbetto the greatest? You be the judge. But yes, it does make them the greatest. They're also the judge. I get an A+. You get delicious gelato and sorbetto. Talenti, the delicious, is in the details. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about dinner rolls. Ooh. It is so hot in the studio. It is so hot. The sad thing is, it's like, what, 67 degrees out? Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not anywhere near summer. You know, I, there's a podcast I listen to that takes the summer off. Could we take the summer off? I think off? that's a terrible idea. I mean, we, have, we would never come back. No, we would never um, come back. No. Uh, but can we, like, mentally take the summer off and just kind of phone it in? Yeah. Okay, yeah, great. For sure. Absolutely. Could we, could Nobody we, will notice. <laughs> that's true. Could we, could we change venues and, like, record? Could we record, like, in the refrigerated room at a fairway market? Um... I've got a walk-in at Delancey. Oh. I'm pretty sure there'd be some major background noise. But that would that would lend some atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, because we're lacking in atmosphere. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, today's episode is dinner rolls, as you mentioned, and um, you actually baked some dinner rolls. Oh, it's not even dinner time yet, and we've no. already eaten two dinner rolls. Yes. It was... Um, Oh my god! I, I I I think I said like four times while I was eating them that they were the best, most pleasurable thing I'd ever experienced. This is one of the best things I've made, maybe ever. One of the best decisions I've made, certainly. Yes, yes. Um. Anyway, okay. Wait. So let's let's go down memory lane before we really get into your dinner rolls. Okay. When I was thinking about this, I realized that dinner rolls. It feels like dinner rolls were a big part of my life as a kid and are no longer, and I have no good reason for that. 
I remember. So it, it seems like when you and I were kids. So this would have been in when we the, were growing up in the eighties. Um, I, I remember more restaurants having dinner yes, rolls. Yes, absolutely. You know, there would be a basket on the table with a napkin in it, and there would be dinner rolls in it, sometimes warm, sometimes not. Or if you were in, like, a really fancy restaurant, they would come around with a basket yes. of rolls and oh. put them on your plate with, with tongs. tongs. Yes. There are a lot of places these days that like to show off their artisan breads by bringing around different kinds of dinner rolls in a basket, and you get to choose them. Wait, but are... Th- they bring around different rolls, not not like they're small breads. Okay, yeah. Where what's where do you draw a line? Like, do dinner rolls have to have like added fat? No, I don't think so. No? I think it's fine for a dinner roll to be a small bread, like you like you say. And in fact, the ones that I remember and loved best as a kid were exactly that. They were from the Helen Bernhard Bakery in Southeast Portland. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which I realized to, I found to my shock. Uh, when I looked it up yesterday, is still there oh my God. in the original building that, it, that it's been in for like a hundred years. Hey, we should go there when we do our yes. show in Portland. Yes, it's not far from there. It's, oh, we uh, already did our show in Portland. By the time you hear this, we uh, and we we fucking killed. I mean, we did Portland. Portland. Uh, they gave us the key to the city. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. They they invited us to be guests on Portlandia. Um, there was a big ribbon cutting for uh-huh. uh, the the city was reborn because we came to visit and so they they tied a ribbon around the whole city and we cut it with these big scissors yes really really big scissors it yeah. was it was very dangerous so the sarah or sarah bernhardt uh helen bernhardt yeah rolls. so they were they were very sour sourdough rolls with really? like kind of a you know, there were a lot of things about them that, that like, uh, you know, as a as a snooty person today, I would say was is like not optimal bread baking, but they're so good. Was like, it because the the crust was kind of more like leathery mm-hmm. than than crusty, mm-hmm. and you know, very forward sourdough flavor, so good. And would you eat them with butter? Um, no, because I hated butter as a kid. Oh. Right. Um, I would, you know, we would go like I would sometimes go with 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 friends, and sometimes like my parents would pick some up and just like you know get your hand into the bag and start snarfing rolls as quickly as possible. Okay. How about you? Well, so what I remember is my mom would buy these frozen, um, these like frozen dough balls. Yes. Right. And she would buy one bag of white and one bag of whole wheat and then would nestle them side by side, one white and one wheat, in a muffin, in the oh. well wells of muffin tins. Oh, yeah. So it would bake up. It would kind of be like butt-shaped. Yes, butt when rolls. It would bake up. I, think you would, I think she would brush it with butter or something, maybe. And I always thought those were Parker House rolls. I, my mom, I think she called them Parker House rolls. Uh, no, those are called Little Cheekies. <laughs> um, anyway, so- but... But yeah, it was half whole wheat, half white. They were in muffin cups. I, I loved it when my mom made those. So I think of that as being more what what you're describing sounds sort of like a clover leaf roll, but yeah. that's four lumps, I think. Or, yeah, um, th- this was just two lumps, and, and sort of like a butterflake roll, but not as many layers. I'll have to ask my mom again. It, 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 like it really puts the butt in butterflake. It roll. really puts the butt in butterflake rolls. Um. She would only do it for, you know, like a special occasion. I don't know if they were having like a dinner party or something. I mean, this wasn't like a regular nightly affair. I mean, who makes dinner rolls anyway? Well, do I think a lot really of people ma- do. Well, Wait, I mean, especially really? 
Well, not necessarily a lot of people make them from scratch, but there are certainly still frozen dinner rolls in a big way. Well, yeah. Okay, so there's like uh, crescent rolls. Yes, of course. Like those are probably the most popular dinner roll in America, I would think. Do people eat them anymore, though? Yes. Really? I mean, okay, here's here's my evidence. I think to serve dinner rolls. First, First of all, uh, I think they're great, and we we get them and you know wrap them around a hot dog and bake them, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, like they, they are sold in every store in America. Okay does does um, does Pillsbury also make Parker House rolls in a tube? I don't know. That seems so, like that would be really satisfying. Let's talk about what a Parker House roll let's is because I did not know until I looked them up basically last night and decided to make them this morning. Okay, cool. Um, so a Parker House roll is you you make a a very a pretty rich dough with uh, with butter and milk in it mm-hmm. uh, and a little bit of sugar. You roll it out, uh, you know, you let it rise. You you make it into you make it into little balls. You roll them out into an oval shape. Mm-hmm. Brush that with butter and fold it over like clamshell style, mm-hmm. and uh, and then brush more butter on Ugh. top, and then and then bake it. Oh my god! And they were incredible. You got the recipe from Cook's, uh, Cook's Illustrated? Illustrated, Baking Illustrated. Yeah. Oh my God, it was fantastic. And so, what makes it a Parker House roll? Is it the rich dough, the shape, the buttering? Yeah, I think it's I think it's all of those things. Um, I think it's especially like uh, lots of butter is involved, and they're and they're kind of folded over like that. It makes me realize I don't think I've ever truly had a Parker House. I don't roll. think I had either. And why does Parker House Rolls sound so much like Cider House Rules? It, which is a movie that I don't think either one of us has ever seen. No, nor have I read the book. Um, it does sound so much like I'm pretty sure that if we were having a conversation about like what to make for dinner or whatever, and I just dropped in cider house rules instead of Parker house rolls, you'd be like, yep, yep. Yep. I'll pick up the ingredients. What do you think cider house rules is about? Well, so I think that it is about, uh, there's this club. Yep. The cider house club. I think I'm confusing it with Dead Poets Society. (laughs) It's probably the same. So they meet in a cider house. I'm not sure what a cider house is, but I think it's a place where you store apple and it's got a cider press in it. Yeah. And um, there's this secret club and they meet in the cider house and they have lots of rules. And, one, and they post them up on the wall, And right? it's like an all-boys club, like oh. a young boys. And one of them breaks the rules and it turns into like a Lord of the Flies scenario. Yes. And I, it's, a very, it's a very dark movie about boyhood. I think one of the key cider house rules is don't get high on your own supply, <laughs> meaning don't eat the apples, I guess. <laughs> Because we're going to need those for the long winter. Yeah. So what do you think Cider House Rules is about? I think it's about a a bunch of quirky people working at an Apple store. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which, uh, to be hip, they call it the Cider House. Uh Uh-huh. Because they're too cool to say Apple Store. And it's about, you know, what goes on behind the Genius Bar. Like, are they wearing pants? Probably not. It's true. It's true. It's true. They're not. We can't see what's above their, what's below their waist. So. Can so probably we, nothing. Can you imagine if we couldn't see what was above their waist? Because <laughs> <laughs> they were all like doing headstands or <laughs> or because, uh, you know, in some sort of avant-garde architectural yeah. move, they built the bar we, so, it, so you could only see their lower halves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I think this sounds like a great movie. Both and, of them, um, yeah. And I think we were right on. Yes, no, definitely one of those, th- at least one of those things is 100% correct. At least one of them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. 
Okay, great. Well, I'm so glad we cleared that up. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be making Cider House rules frequently from now on because oh, they were so delicious. Yeah, and I started, they were easy. I started at uh, 8.30... A th- this morning, mm-hmm. A this morning, eight thirty A, eight thirty A, yeah. I don't, I don't have time to say AM or PM. I just say A, like uh, A, like the Fonz or that guy on uh, Mallory's boyfriend on Family Ties. I don't. Re- Nick. Oh, did he just say A? A, A, Mr. Keaton. I forgot about that. Um, I think that was kind of late in the game. Family ties wise, but yeah, I'm not sure. Family ties wise. Uh, what was what was it? Oh yeah, so I started making them at eight thirty, and they, they take about two and a half hours start to finish. Most of which like is uh, rising time, so you can do whatever you want. You can do what you feel. This episode is brought to you by Third Love. When it comes to bra shopping, it's all about finding the right fit. I mean, am I right? Am I right? I know you're right. And there's only one lingerie brand. Wait a minute. Really, only one lingerie brand that offers bras in sizes double A through G and half cup sizes. I, and do you know who that brand is? I have a guess. I'm going to guess it's Third Love. It is. Yes. I, I've certainly never seen half cup sizes in any other brand. Have you? No. No. Um, can we talk about the the Third Love lace balconette? Yes. Because I know a lot of listeners have already gotten their free trial of the uh, the 24 seven t shirt bra. Kept it because it's great, mm-hmm. and uh, and so now you own one of those. Mm-hmm. You, you want to know what to try next from Third Love, right? Yeah. So Matthew and I both recently ordered. Uh, I should specify that Matthew's was for his um, his wife, Lori. Thanks. Thanks for that awkward pause before you said his wife. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Matthew and I both recently ordered a different bra, not the 24-7 t-shirt bra. The uh, I think it's a 24-7 lace balconette yes. bra, which uh, there's something about the name. It, basically, it's a demi cup. Yeah. It's, it's lacy, um, but it still has... Um, that smoothing memory I foam over the I wish so much, listeners, that you could see the hand motions <laughs> that go along with this. I'm, I'm covering my breasts with my hands. Anyway, um, it is really beautiful. Um, it makes me feel really hot. And Not temperature hot, like I spi- spicy hot. Right. I mean, and um, and I should also say that there's something about the name that's so satisfying. It makes me feel like I'm like. Putting my breasts up on a, a yes, balcony. Yes, I'm so glad you said that. I had exactly the same the same feeling like I have about this it. Little like, balcony like, on my out, chest. Yeah, check out this bal- What I got up on the balconette here. Yeah. Anyway, it's a really really beautiful bra. It um it's sort of it, you know it's an everyday bra, but exactly. it feels special. Right. I mean, it's got it's got the look of like you know a, a high end lace bra. Um, with the demi cups, but it is comfortable enough. You know, there's, there's no lace that's going to dig into your skin because it's got the memory foam lining. I have to say that very often, so I have pretty sensitive skin, and sometimes when I have a bra that has lace like that, especially kind of a little lace around the, um, you know, the uh, the actual bra line yep. of it, it makes me itchy. This one doesn't. The lace is really soft. Okay. So if you want to try the 24-7 Lace Balconette or the original 24-7 t-shirt bra or any bra in the 24-7 series, all you need to do is go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk and you can get a free 30-day trial. Just pay two ninety nine for shipping. They will send you the bra. You will cut off the tags. You will wash it, wear it, do whatever you do. If at the end of 30 days you don't like it, send it back and they will charge you zip. I can I can attest to that. I, the first lace balconette I ordered didn't fit me quite right. I think that 
my boobs may be changing. Oh, that's, uh, that's you know, very interesting. As we've noted on a previous ad, that's right. A, women, bra- a woman's bra size changes up to six times in her lifetime. <laughs> up to six times a week. <laughs> and anyway, so I sent my first lace balconette back, and they sent me a new one. No biggie. Yeah, and it's not because Molly's a podcast host doing an ad for Third Love. It's because she's a human and a customer. Yeah. So. so if you want to be a human customer, <laughs> go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk to start your free trial today. So what what are these other kinds of roles that you've written on the agenda? Because some of them I've truly never heard of, like Butterflake. So Butterflake roles are the ones that are kind of, I think they're also... Do you also... know what Butterflake sounds like? Butterflake, I think, sounds like the name of a My Little Pony. Oh, it really does. Doesn't it? Yeah, like shutter, shutter, fly. No, that's a. That, <laughs> I think I think the last time you said My Little Pony, I also said Shutterfly, which it sounds much more like a pony than I'm a photo to, printing like website. Blue Sparkle. Or yeah. I'm trying to remember what their names there's are. There's Blue Raspberry. There's um, <laughs> Coke Zero. <laughs> Butterflake. Butterflake. Pina Colada. Princess Sparkle. Is that one for real? I'm not sure. June talks about um, June got a little unicorn like stuffed animal. You mean the one she, that I bought for no, her? No, she has two of them. Okay. And she named one of them Twilight Sparkle. That, and I thought I think, that it was original, but I think it's a real I My Little Pony name. Yeah. And then the other one she named, what was it? Princess Sparkle Paws? Just Sparkle Paws. Just Sparkle Paws. Well, first it was Sparkly Paws and then it changed to Sparkle Paws. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a, what, what a, uh, what a, a great time we're living in. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what everyone's been saying. Okay, so Butterflake. Uh, yes, Butterflake, I think, are also baked in a muffin tin, and it's like a bunch of layers of dough smooshed together so that uh, you can, like, pull them apart. They, they have they have sort of a mushroom muffin-y top to them, and you can pull them apart into layers. Oh, that sounds fun. Um, oh, it's so much fun. I don't know why I would prefer that, though, over Parker House Rolls. I don't know why I would prefer anything over Parker House Rolls. Those yeah. are so fucking delicious. I mean, as as we talked about last week, the, the trail of sausages and porn that, that we would follow pretty much anywhere. Yep. I would follow. Actually, I think I'd like to replace sausages with Parker House Rolls. Or could we alternate like Parker House Rolls sausage, Parker House Rolls sausage? I think of those three things, Parker House Rolls probably smell the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no, when Molly came in this morning, she was like, oh, it smells good in here. Mm-hmm. And she was right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we, we ate the Parker House Rolls already. We couldn't mm-hmm. contain ourselves. Yeah. And um, now we, we're about to eat King's Hawaiian Rolls, which I've never had before. Do people really eat these or do they just use them for sliders? <laughs> um, that's a good question. So I they long predated the popularity of sliders. Um, when I was a kid, this was such a treat. They're like... Mostly sugar. It sticks to my teeth the way that um, Celeste pizza for one mm-hmm. kind of sticks behind your teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got a big lump of you this know, pasted on one of my front They're teeth. like, they've got kind of a sticky exterior. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, I can't get this lump of it off my front tooth. Yeah. They, they immediately, you could squeeze one into a, into a dough lump like you can with yes. Wonder Bread. And I think I'm going to about to do that. When I was a kid, we actually, I think, more often got the loaf size of this rather than the rolls, which I don't know if they even make anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a a dessert. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. I I could see this being really good, though, with something like barbecue pork on it. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
something that that has some sweetness to it to it already, like with a you know sweet barbecue sauce. Are these made in in Hawaii? I bet they're not. Nope. That would that would be expensive. Torrance, California. But it says they're made from an original oh, but, Hawaiian but recipe. Here's the story. Okay. Back in the fifties mm-hmm. in Hilo, Hawaii, a young man named Robert Tyra had a passion for baking. Working with the finest ingredients, he refined his recipe until he created a bread that was soft, sweet, and irresistible. Wow. Today, three generations of the Tyra family continue the legacy and that aloha spirit, staying true to the original recipe. Sharing is an important part of the Hawaiian tradition. But we also know our rolls are so delectable that sometimes you want them all to yourself. This packet is sized just for you and is perfect on the go. Okay, wait, wait a minute. Wait, stop. Two things. First of all, this is the is... current generation uh, of makers of King's Hawaiian Rolls Tyra Banks? It's different spelling. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mahalo from our ohana, that means family, to yours. Okay, this is supposed to be, this package is supposed to be one serving? I think so. This has four has rolls, four rolls in, in it. This is supposed to be just for you to eat on the go. Um, I mean, it, it says... It, Nutrition facts, uh, servings per container, four, but then, you know, they're, they're nudging you and telling you the real deal mm-hmm. in, the, in the flap copy. Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so tasty. Can you imagine if someone gave this to you as a kid and said, and said it's bread? Mm-hmm. You'd be like, You'd be like can I have this bread all the time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, you're pulling something over on someone. You know, it kind of tastes, it's reminiscent of the old Franz uh, Butter White. It is. It's, it's sweeter than that, but it's the mm-hmm. same super, like, uh, fluffy, spongy texture. Mm-hmm. 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 What do you eat dinner rolls with? I haven't decided even. So we've got, I've got plenty of uh, Parker House rolls left. Um, I, I can send some home with you. Mm. But, uh, but you can also just eat them with your family. I can, I can eat them with my family. But what which should we have with it? Like, it's been so long since dinner rolls have been a consistent part of my dinner table that I, I've lost the intuitive sense of, like, what. You know, they should be used to mop something up, right? I'm doing a mopping um, up motion. I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know what you eat dinner rolls with. <laughs> we sound so dumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's soup? Like, yeah, soup. Chili? I'm thinking, like, a... A chili, chili and dinner roll situation. That a sounds soup. good. It's with soup. You eat them with soup. But but also, I mean, they can also be used to mop up a sauce, right? Mm. Oh come on. A fine. Is a breadstick a dinner roll? N- uh, no, it's a breadstick. Okay. At what point? It is. Like- a, wait, it is a dinner roll. <laughs> oh no, I'm a flip flopper. <laughs> Worse than John Kerry. <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> I, I almost remember that guy. Uh, so, Do you remember when being accused of being a flip flopper was like the the lowest thing that could happen in our presidential election? I do kind of remember that. Yeah, God, it was what, a, those were that was an innocent time. Those were the good old days. So, yeah, because I, I was going to say the same thing that a that a breadstick is not a dinner roll, and like a hard breadstick, I think isn't a dinner roll. But if it's a soft breadstick, like you know, if you think about it. Like There's, Grissini, not a bread, not a dinner roll. But like you know, if you had like an oval shaped mini loaf of bread, that would be a dinner roll. And if you just elongated it a little bit more, at some point it would become a breadstick. the The hand gestures that are going along with this are very troubling, and I say that as the person doing the hand gestures. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, okay. I I buy that. I will buy that. I mean, because 
Yeah, a bread breadstick. People don't really make breadsticks the way that they used to in like the eighties. I feel like now you see like crunchy things like grissini. You don't really see like soft breadsticks like we used to, like Olive Garden style. Do you often make grissini? No. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, just if like you go to the Olive it. Garden, you still get soft breadsticks in an unlimited. I've never been to quantity. the Olive Garden. We should probably go. It's not very good. Can but we record I, an episode should... there, or do you think they would stop us? Hmm. I think if we, I, th- I think we'd have to like wire ourselves up so they didn't know. I'm always wired up. Okay. Yeah, we, we drink a bunch of coffee beforehand. <laughs> Just get real wired up. They'll never notice that we're taping a podcast. We'll like, um, you know, do a couple of lines of Coke, like right at the top of the meal at the table, mm-hmm. and and uh, they'll never know. Perfect. Great. Today's episode was brought to you by Third Love. Third Love is the lingerie brand that uses real women's measurements to design great-fitting bras. And you can go on their website and spend 30 seconds taking a quick questionnaire, and they'll tell you what size they think you want. They'll send it to you. You'll try it out for free. Just pay two ninety nine for shipping. Yeah, wait. Can I? Can I? Can I interject something oh, really quick? Absolutely. So recently, I um I asked Third Love if I could try one of their their twenty four seven lace balconette bras. It's a it's a demi bra. I'm very familiar with it. Um. Anyway, and I first got it, and you know, it didn't quite fit right. I sent it back with a request for a different size. They sent it to me really quickly, and it fits beautifully. Awesome. I'm so psyched. I love this bra. I'm wearing it today. How do I look? You look terrific, as always. Great. And uh, you, listeners, should go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk, and you'll look terrific, too. Well, um, wow. Okay, so we will, can we post the Parker House Rolls? Yeah, for sure. Recipe. And, um, wow, uh, dinner rolls really need to make a comeback. Uh, yeah, and I think, but when we say that, like, I, I feel concerned that there are like lots of parts of the country and the world where they never went anywhere. And I, like, I think it's true for us to be saying they need to make a comeback once jerks. again reveals us to be the worst kind of coastal elitist. Yeah, I think I think it's true. I think it's true. It's like um, we're not going to change. Let me be clear. Yeah, but no, I, I think that in more like traditional American cooking, dinner rolls have gone nowhere. Yeah. But yeah, in like the the trendy food regions, uh, the 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 places that uh, show up in Bon Appetit magazine, there just aren't enough dinner rolls. Bring back the dinner rolls. I wonder if this could be an article. <laughs> if one of us should write this article, like I'm being serious now. But we have to cut this part out because somebody else will steal our idea. Yeah. Yeah. People are always stealing my ideas. That's yeah. why. That's why I haven't gotten anywhere in life. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. Um. Okay. One so, of us should write this article. Uh, steal our ideas at spilledmilkpodcast.com. Did you already say that? Where we'll post no, uh, no. The, the Parker House Rolls recipe. Yep, my kid is going to go so crazy for these dinner rolls. I am going so crazy for these dinner um, rolls. You can also find us at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast where you can... Uh, I mean, we there are a bunch of kinds of dinner rolls that we didn't mention because yeah. we kind of forgot things. Like, did, have you had the... Um, uh, I think it's Grand Central Baking, but it might be Essential Bakery uh, Rosemary Rolls. Yeah. Those are good. Essential, it's the like Rosemary Diamante bread or something. But, but, but it's, then they but make it's it in a roll in, size. In roll size. Those are good, although I, I do feel like bread with herbs in it, bread with olives, like I, I don't think there's any dish that that goes alongside very well. That's true, although- Especially bread with rosemary. 
Um, it's like intense. It is intense. The uh, the exception to that is the uh, which we've talked about many times. The uh, Walnut Levan from uh, Columbia City Bakery, <sighs> yes. which goes with everything. Yes. So yeah, tell us what uh, what dinner rolls uh, we neglected to mention. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there are even other other like uh, sold in a vacuum tube. Uh, <laughs> Not like a not like a vacuum tube, like in a computer from the fifties, but but uh, you know one of those tubes in like there, like a pneumatic tube, yeah, like, sold like in a pneumatic the, like tube, like the, the dr- bank drive-through. Oh God, <gasps> I love that those was things. okay. Oh wait, let's, uh, we're not done here. Because pneumatic just, tubes. Have you? Did you ever use one of those? Like my as an adult? Used, no, not oh, yeah, as an adult. As a kid, I found that so perplexing. Like, oh my God, I found it so incredible because at the bank that we went to when I was a kid, with the pneumatic tubes. Um, they would, when I was in the car with my mom and they saw me in the car, they would send back out with the slip a um, piece of bubble gum and it was the most perfect bubble gum. I've never had bubble gum that was better than that bubble gum. What? Yes, they would send me this beautiful piece of bubble gum. I never got anything. It was so good. And now I bank with a credit union and credit union uh, my credit union does not have <laughs> doesn't have gum. It doesn't have pneumatic tubes. It doesn't have a drive through. It doesn't even have tellers. Does but do any banks still have they, they I, must, I right? I think that there are one or two in Ballard actually. There's like um with the tube. Not, I think there cause, is. Cause I think there's a B of A drive through that has a tube. Can we go on a field trip to that? Yes. I mean we'd have to open it. You we know what? We would need to this, Can we just go be, send them a message. This may be revealing personal information, but uh, I think producer Abby banks with Bank of America. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, maybe we could all three go <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and try use the, the pneumatic too. Right. Because I remember when I was a kid, it was like you could, there were two lanes at the bank and yeah. if you pulled up right next yeah. to the bank, you would get a person. Oh, and if you pulled up yes. at the other one, you'd get the pneumatic tubes. I remember, I haven't thought about this in years. Yeah. I remember as a kid thinking, um, this is a thing I will never, could never in a million years understand how to use. It seemed so complicated. Oh, my God. I still remember the sound so clearly. Yes, yes me too. Like, uh, oh, God. Like, the, oh, the my God. My mom pulling clacking. up, rolling down the window, taking the thing out, the sound uh, of the canister yes. coming out, kind of clacking yes. out of the thing, her putting it in and then pushing the button and... You know what it's a lot like? It's a lot like when your bowling ball gets returned, right? Yeah, but that's it's, not very exciting. That's just like blowy air. It's very exciting it's not to me exciting. when the bowling ball comes back because uh, it means I get to bowl again. Well, yeah. Anyway. Oh God! Oh I'm so, boy! I'm so glad. Okay. Hey, so hey, would hey, if any of you guys know of other ways that pneumatic tubes are being used right now, well, where, where we could actually like go enjoy them, will you let us know? Well, because they uh, at the Portland Central Library when I was when I was a kid, they had a pneumatic tube system for submitting stack requests. Oh my! But they were much smaller than the bank ones, like uh, sort of soda can sized, maybe a little smaller. And they would they would put them in these tubes in the wall, and they would get sucked up like right in front of your face. I would sometimes request things just so I could see the tubes operate. That is incredible. It was amazing. And wow. I think the Hyperloop is based on a pneumatic tube concept. What's a Hyperloop? It's like an underground train that uh, some billionaire invented that's never really going to happen. Oh, cool. Okay. But, but everyone on the internet likes to talk about it. Great. That was maybe overly cynical. Okay. Well, um, 
Uh, yes, but please forget the whole dinner roll thing. Please come on to uh, facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast and tell us about uh, your magnetic tube experiences, like where where you think magnetic tubes could Wait, well, I improve it was a things. Pneumatic tube. What did I say? Magnetic, magnetic tube. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the person. You, the, the reason you it, thought that is the because the person on the other end of the tube is just holding a <laughs> really, really strong magnet. magnet. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know why I said that. They are not called magnetic tubes; they're called pneumatic tubes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just the power of air; it does so much for us. <laughs> uh, so, um, was there anything else? No. Yeah. No. Until next time, uh, you know, next week we'll be we'll be coming to your ears again as surely as if we were whisked through a pneumatic tube. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Am I better? Better, 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 butter, better, 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 better. Hey. Okay, I think that's fine. I know what our outtake's gonna be. Oh, I'm sure you're right. <laughs> the legends are true. With overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, Fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.